Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Super Sunday. Mahomes, Brady, Chiefs, Bucks at the ship. Propaganda. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. We are fired up for episode 96. Sitting here with Huck Daddy. Uh, from HuckMedia.ca, responsible for all 96 episodes of your favorite Canadian podcast. To my left in his props vest, uh, which is lambskin and white. Uh, he's wearing an undershirt this time. We got a weird mic with his crotch mic ready to rock. And we got our prop daddy, Dewey, uh, back in the house for Super Sunday. Very fired up. It's our third propaganda in our fourth Super Bowl here at Look Who's Talking. So thank you all the Look Who's Talkers out there for sharing, downloading, subscribing, and interacting. With all 96 episodes, uh, we've been making you some money this playoffs. Uh, 12 and 0, 12 and 0. In our last 12 picks we've given out, it was a tough wild card weekend, but uh, it's the wild card. That's what they call it. And now here we are with possibly the best quarterback Super Bowl matchup of all time. And you might be thinking to yourself, Jeff, is that premature? Can I, we just say that? Well, I lined them up today. Farv Elway was pretty good. Manning Breeze, pretty good. Jim Kelly Aikman, two times. Pretty good. Wilson Manning, Wilson Brady, Montana Elway. Not bad. Bradshaw Staubach back in the day. But don't get it twisted, folks. Sometimes there's Super Bowls with a not-so-nice QBs. We've had Grossman Manning, which was a gross mismatch. We've had Dilfer Collins in the game that Ooh. time forgot. And a whole bunch of other not-so-good Super Bowls, especially when we were kids. Uh, we've been blessed with some of the best games of all time, which we'll talk about as we get into this episode. We got my, our, my favorite props picks. We got Weird Mike's weird props pick and Prop Daddy Dewey's favorite props picks. And we're going to make you some money and we'll get right into it. Uh, first of all, we said, this was, we said from day one that this was going to be uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> we played it last episode. We're not going to play the clip again. But pre-week one, boys, I said Chiefs. Patriots because it's a quarterbacks league. As much as you can X and O everything. Uh, I Chiefs said, who? Sorry, Chiefs Bucks. There we go. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Thank you. On me already, and I like it. It's our biggest episode of the year. Nihao, Priviet, Ola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, Marhaba, and Vanagam. And Ciao. Hey. hey. Uh, wherever you're listening in the world, thanks for joining Look Who's Talking. We hope you're getting fired up for Super Bowl Sunday with us. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about as we get into this game and stuff to talk about that's going to make everybody money, okay? And hopefully in intelligent ways. You can, there's a lot of things to bet on, like, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey's reception versus Rudy Gobert's assists. But I mean, we want to talk football here, so we'll probably be avoiding some of those. Ain't eh? weird, Mike? I think it was Rudy Gobert blocks. Yeah. You need to show more respect for the Stifle Tower. Hey, he's the guy who ruined sports for six months, okay? Allegedly. <laughs> I, I Touched don't wanna, a lot of mics. I don't want to... Yeah. Touching a lot of phones. That was crazy. <laughs> Shea Perry, Rudy, I'm with you, buddy. Douchebag of the year. Uh, anyway, there's going to be... There's an ESPN thing coming out about that, eh? On, like, the, the, the night that sports stopped. Uh, about, like oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Already, there's a documentary about that. Well, premature they, documentaries, premature statues, like in Philadelphia. There was well, less sports to document, so it's only natural that there'd be more sports documentaries. Yeah, spilling out. There's a Magic Johnson one too. Anyway, cool well, thing is, is right now we're watching what will be one of the end chapters of probably what will be the best HBO special of all time, TB12. 
in like you know what three, three four years you like need a, controversy a last dance thing uh, if he if he does a little mini dynasty here in Tampa like, yeah Disney will produce and it and like Belichick just disappears into like Navy practices or something <laughs> there's something I think that's where he'll find true happiness yeah in a high school practice lot well somewhere. that's where his dad coached too you know maybe he brings the Navy football program back because the Patriots they need a lot of work I don't know if he'll be around for the whole thing uh Super Bowl LV, baby. Super Bowl 55. I love how they still use Roman numerals. Probably the only thing in mainland world that still uses Roman numerals. Now that Rocky's done, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Super Bowl LV 55. Also, Weird Mama's birthday. How about that? 60-something. And if she's listening oh, right now... you better figure that out. She just thought to herself, I'm I'm Weird Mama. That's February right. 7th? <laughs> Feb 7, also Coach, Coach Dan, Dan yeah. also former Flames, also a <laughs> yes. lot. Feb 7, busy, busy day. Huck, get to the bottom of that conception date. When were all these Feb 7 babies conceived? Interesting. I, I don't know any other day in the year with more people. Well, I mean, count nine months backwards. When did Huck's p- parents do the, do the deed, you know? Um... How did this turn into Huck's parents? I, 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 was, I just sorry. I, I put him on a task. <laughs> I, I put him on a task. I forgot his birthday is not the seventh. That's what I thought. That's no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, sorry, happy Huck's bir- parents. Sorry. Happy birthday, Mama. We love you. Yeah. Um, you too, Coach Dan. Uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, I guess. Uh, yeah, Coach Dan. How about that? Uh, big trade this weekend. Big trade. Huge trade. Too big. Uh, Weird. <laughs> what does that even mean? What do you mean? Too big? It means the biggest city just made maybe the biggest mistake. You think that was a big mistake? The guy's too fragile. Like, I know he's durable, but this guy's been on the injury report every day for two and a half years. To mortgage the future on that, no matter how bright or promising or determined anybody is, too big of a mistake. Real surprise with Kroenke. Real Impatient. I guess that's the only reason I, I could look for it. And they don't believe in this year's class. I don't, well, I think it's... Uh, first of all, I said this in the group chat, and that, that finally came out when some intelligence shows, that it wasn't like, oh my God, that's way too much for Matt Stafford. No, no, no. Goff's contract was so bad, they had to throw in those big picks. Sure. Which has come out come to light recently. Like, yeah, that's a nightmare contract if you don't think he's your quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I, I like it. If you, I think Stafford's definitely better. And... Being lost in Detroit can kind of mask that. Uh, he's had like eight offensive coordinators, like nine coaches. It's a nightmare for a quarterback. And I, you know, we were talking about Andy Reid, you know, last week sure. and how he dropped your old alpha male, Alex Smith. Yes. After making the playoffs, winning multiple divisions, because he's like, this guy can't do it. He's good. Our system's really good. I'm an offensive genius. We got weapons. This guy can't do the extra that we need. And he, and he ditched him and picked and gives the, the keys to the chiefs, to the kid from Texas tech. Okay. What's guns the up? What's the diff? The diff is that Matt Stafford can take you to that promised land. And he doesn't believe golf can anymore. I think it's good. Here's Has what Matt Stafford taking you to 500. I, like 500 no. record. How many does he that, have? In that, his, that is and, the nicest thing I could have possibly said. It's James. true. Thank you. And it's true. Dewey, because like, as I say, like it's a, it's a quarterback's league. You got the ball in your head all the time. Even Fezzik on Straight Up Eggs was saying, you should be able to win at least seven games if you're a top, if you're an elite quarterback in this league and you have NFL football players on your team, you should at least win seven games. 
barring like Deshaun Watson. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> Seven and nine, Jeff. But but they're not. So there's a point there, Dewey, is what I'm saying. But he's shown he can he can really be elite when he has that weapon, right? When he had oh. Megatron. But do the Rams go do the Rams have that right now? Do they go are they done? Like you know what I mean? The Rams have money and a very impatient owner. And uh, improving, a great defense. Increasingly impatient coach. Yeah. Even though he's young, this guy's got his foot on the gas nonstop. Well, because remember we said I said he could be a Super Bowl losing coach, and maybe that's good for a year or two. But you're not boy genius. Yeah. You missed the playoffs a couple times. And, uh, you know? Yes, Super Bowl losing coach officially loses cachet yeah. once the second Super Bowl is done. Like tomorrow, yeah. this week? It's over. Your 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 credibilities. Dan Campbell or was it's off the resume. Uh, uh, who was the coach of the Falcons? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. See you later. Gone. Doug Peterson. He won. See you Gone. Later. <laughs> so uh, now this timeout brought to you by uh, my enormous twenty year Brady boner. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the preface. Sponsored yeah. sponsored by avocado ice cream and going to bed early. Uh, I think Matt, this whole trade actually Brady has got a lot to do with because he's forty three years old. And he just took his team to the Super Bowl as a free agent. Matt Stafford's 33. Okay, before this wow. Brady, before this Brady ish, before this Brady I season, he was 47. Before this Brady season, right? Are you trading two first round picks for a guy who's 33 years old who's had multiple injuries? Probably not. But suddenly, you know, Brady, how old is old as a quarterback? Like. Brady has shown that the new rules of offense in the league with no low hits, the Brady rule, you know, hands to the face, the receivers, they got, you know, they have more leverage. It's a, it's a passing league now. So now you're looking at that trade for Stafford. Like, yo, if we can protect this guy, he can play another nine, eight, nine years. It's worth it. So I think Brady's got something to do with the Stafford trade. I will, I will give you very generous odds on Stafford years remaining or years with the Rams at four and a half. It's not. No. Even if he gets to 40, it's still worth it. Seven years. You think of, Stafford's going to be in the league in seven years? This guy was almost run out of the basement of the North. That's just that's just a metaphorical thing. Like he What's was he actually got still left? playing. How many years you got left? I think this is a two-year play. You guys and, got a fiver on it? Yeah, definitely. He'll Five be playing in the league longer than the age of 37. I'll, I'll go get three and a half. I'll, I'll go down for you. All, All right. right. Stafford, Done. three and a half. Right, five right. Right. Well, it's a three, five year bet. We'll Can go I, uh, <laughs> okay. There's there's one big bag Buck of shit. Year. Buck there's a year. One big bag of shit that nobody's really talking about in this deal. What? Right? Goff and McVeigh kind of fragmented off, so maybe he's not upset to leave. Yeah. Stafford's in LA with his buddy Kershaw. He's happy, happy. The new coach of the Lions, Salah. Is that is that who went no, there? No, it's Campbell. Uh it's the kneecap eating professional wrestler. Dan Campbell. Saleh went to the Jets. Yes. Okay. So now this Dan Campbell is getting a QB who's in total purgatory. Free, career free fall. <laughs> yeah. Free fall, purgatory, no man's land. Uh, and now he's got to lead this team in a city that he's never been, you know, he probably only visited Detroit. <laughs> this guy's the exact opposite of the Motor City. Yeah. Sorry, Jared Goff, a.k.a. Ryan Gosling. Like, you're in for a rude awakening. And I think his play is going to decrease. Dan Campbell is holding the bag of shit because the Lions owner got what they wanted in the money-wise. I think they try him out. Like, they just try him out. Yeah, give him, give him a year or two. You pay him. You, eat the, you get the picks. Where are they in the draft? draft they're like seventh. Year. Seventh. Anyway. Do they try to move him? 
and then try to take one of the quarterbacks there in this draft. We go. That's the angle. No, nobody's okay. taking that contract. Nobody, eh? Uh, it's thirty million dollars. Hey, NFL draft, man. Crazy anyway, shit happens. Moving on. I think the Lions win with the picks, but the Rams get a guy that is now the best. I think the best quarterback in the division, probably better than Russ. Yeah, I do. Uh, that was both of us being really silent. For I, know, a I know. I know. I know. Too, even though you're Matt Harris just shot himself. <laughs> But yo, all right. Uh, all right. So, Super Bowl 55. Now, again, I said this was Warrior Hogan because it's two fan favorites against one another. There's usually a guy you're, at least I'm not cheering for. I'm very anti Jimmy G. By the way, it looks like the Niners are shopping him and nobody wants him. Just letting you know. Um, that's, uh, that's from Pro Football NBC Bay Area. It's 100 mil on the books. Pornhub in four years. But, uh, you know, so. There's normally, at least for me, last year, I was all Chiefs all the way. Also, predict them early in the season. And I was cheering heavily against Jimmy G. And I don't like Kyle Shannon. I don't know. Anyway, the whole thing. Now you got two guys that everybody likes. You know, you're watching their interviews. Mahomes, such a likable kid. Brady, I mean, good God. He's like ice cream. And, uh, the, and the Boston hate is gone. Right. He's, he's, does, he's not carrying this Boston hate no. that the rest of the country and sporting world may have. Even, I disagree. Interesting. And my point to that is, this is what I went to school in Vermont. I was part of New England. Boston fans is this is what they do: they cheer for their team, and when that team wins, they celebrate and they throw it in everybody's face. When that team loses, they just go on to the next team that's good, and they go on to the next team. To me, they're not real fans, and now they're hanging on to oh, Patrick going to be shit this year anyway. We got Tom. I'm a Tampa fan. Yeah. And now they're all doing that. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons really? why I would love to see. What do you mean? Everybody that loves Tom Brady or loves a star is going to prefer that team to win. You know what I mean? Even Coach Dan, everybody, Jeff, yeah. everybody would never pick J- the Bucks unless Tom Brady was on that team. So this whole Boston, everybody on my social media, they're still all rah, rah, rah. And they just pretend like the Pats didn't just shit the bed this year and we're terrible. Yeah, no, I, I don't. You're right. I don't think there's as much hate. But, like, if you hated the Patriots, you still probably hate Tom. But I, like, I, I hated the Patriots, and I loved Tom. I just, <laughs> you know, it was just because, A, I knew, I think I knew from what we were, you know, we were at the Bills games where Tom was in person putting on the best, some of the best quarterbacking of all time, especially in his prime years, which he still seems to be in. So I appreciated that. Also, as a football gambler, he's been the most sure thing in my life, you know, so my wallets loved him. And that is leading to a very tough decision this weekend of the new, you know, Kansas city, the team that I have not bet against. I don't know. I think I bet against them once in the last, since Mahomes took the first snap. I bet him against them a couple of times. How'd that go? Man, <laughs> yeah, I think they Mahomes won twenty five his last twenty six games. I don't always cover the spread, but that's a pretty good money line bet. So it's I'll, tough. I'll downgrade my yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> uh, and so, so then you got to break it down a little more. Like, okay, we got two great teams here. Uh, I hope they got food down in Tampa because this defense is hungry. They beat the Saints. Tom didn't do it. You know, they beat that defense. Beat the Saints. And then uh, held up against Aaron Rodgers, shooting fadeaways we didn't need to. When it mattered most in the Green Bay game, they, they were got there. the sack. 
They got the pick. One big play to Valdez Scantling. Besides that, man, they had a mediocre game. True. It's very true. Right? Like that looks it, like that's it shows up as 71 yards on the play on the play sheet, but that's one play. Take away that 71 yards. Very bad game from the Packers offense. So the Bucks D is hungry. Hungry. As you've said. And Domakong Sue. They got like, you know, number one picks. Uh Levante JPP. Da- Le- JPP, Levante David, Devin White. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting. Vita 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 Vea. <laughs> that guy. He's huge. I'm not I, I'm not I, I'm not exactly a scout for defensive yeah, linemen. I'll, I'll tell you. But check out a picture of him. You know, he looks like the Hamburglar. <laughs> it's tough to run against. I just decided in Super Bowl LV I'll be putting five bucks on Vita Vea <laughs> for MVP. Two sacks and a fumble? Ring it up. Scoop it. Yep. But the ship will be one at the ship. This is this is very. Wait a exciting. minute, hold on, hold on, just talk about that. You're putting five bucks on Vita Vea to win the MVP, Super Bowl MVP, the defensive tackle, the defensive tackle. All right, I love that. Like, I mean, I'll take that bet for you if you want. Pack twelve <laughs> defensive player of the year. Bro. I know, but when's the last defensive tackle to win the MVP? Well, uh, Von Miller. He's a defensive end. Defensive end. Uh, I think he lines up as a linebacker. Truth also. I got COVID like three times. Um, That's not true, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> yo, if it's plus thirty thousand. I'll put three. I'll downgrade. I'll put it. I'll put a toonie on it. Vita Vea, Super Bowl LV. Okay. Uh, I don't recommend that pick, but I'm going to recommend a lot of the picks that we're going to make on this show. Uh, but because the Roman numeral is V, weird Mike throwing down a weird pick. Two bucks, bro. <laughs> what do you hear, boy? Royal not- say it's a toonie, bro. <laughs> it's a toonie. Here's a toonie. You want a toonie? Yeah. Take a toonie, bro. <laughs> All right, but I'm glad that we got the prop daddy here for the prop again. Yeah, we got very prop. exciting. Yeah, thank you. I'm clearly last in the prop trough. I w- I would say, but I mean, you you do try to give the long shots. Last in the prop trough. Yes. Yeah. No, I appreciate uh, you guys having me here again. I'm not sure why I'm here. As everybody knows, the season ended with the conference championship games. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple messages on. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to follow us at Hughes Talking and follow Weird Mike at Weird Mike M I C. You can follow Dewey 1010 and uh, DM him for some prop picks because he's been red hot this year. Uh, Dewey, what are you looking for props wise this weekend? Like what, you know, what, uh, what's your mentality going into the weekend? Oh, wow. Um, You know what, Jeff, uh, I'm going to owe a lot of my success this year. Uh, probably 10 to 15 prop wins in the last yeah, like no. yeah uh, but it, it's all to you and your your less is more or less and then bet a little bit more right yeah. so I was always the 10 uh, over four or five props like five and, picks yeah, 10 and bucks. you always get messed Instead up on that 30 last bucks one. three things yeah, yeah i'm not you know what i mean i live a little you know i got two kids so <laughs> i go 20 25 yeah. on three um and and then it's been working it's been working in other sports as well but uh i like that strategy jeff I, I think it's a great strategy if anybody at home is is looking at the olg props yeah um th- that that's a great play you know you go hard on what you can take weird mike's angle and you uh you give a you know a, a heart and a soft you know what i mean a splash and sprinkle They'll be having two cards. Yeah. Two full 16s, 16s, right? Yeah. So for those of you listening in Ontario, you know how it works. There'll be no LLG props. Those are the ones I give out as like the three picks in my Instagram videos. And then I'll give an online pick if you're playing online. And I'll be doing that again today. Uh, like here, and we'll do a video of it just to remind you it's Super Bowl week. We're giving you lots of media. A lot of content this week. Yeah. Thanks. So when I'm picking props, uh, just just a little quick little blurb here. I try to think what's going to be very normal. Like, I, you know, what, especially when you're picking overs. 
I get chirped a lot for giving away mostly overs. The way I figure it, because I pick some unders too, but I don't want to give you unders because here, then here. you're going to easily blame me. First quarter, field goal's over. I'm going to get 10 messages. Oh, brutal. Right? Whereas, so I'll let you guys pick your own unders, okay? Pick your own unders. Well, that's, a, that's a disclaiming a year yeah. in the making, Jeff. Yeah, as in like... Glad you got there. I do pick some unders. Like uh, one of the unders I took earlier this week, and that this was from a tip from one of my favorite podcasts straight out of Vegas, was under Kansas City Chiefs punts, three and a half. Uh, they barely punted this whole playoffs. Yeah, they don't punt. So now that that number's moved down to two and a half as a major favorite. Uh, I didn't throw that that much on it because it's fucking punts, but whatever. Uh, so you can pick your own unders. So when I'm giving you the overs to pick, just like I'm going to give today, I try not to think what's going to be a huge game. What's just going to be a normal part of the game plan to the point where they can still hit that over without having anywhere close to a great game? So that's why sometimes I'll pick catches over yards or yards over catches or, you know, just touchdowns over completions. What's going to be a very average game for this person? And, and they'll still get the over. So that's what I'm going with today as I've played the game out kind of in my head. Uh, I'd like to add the personal disclaimer of that means way less this game. The average uh, is thrown out the window with jitters, with excitement, with bonuses, with we don't know what's on that guy's mind, uh, a dying wish he made to a friend or a family member, whatever the motivation is that can accelerate or sometimes hinder a performance. And I like when they go down the line uh, during the national anthem of the game. You could see who's in what frame of yeah, mind, yeah. right? Like, is the guy bawling, just happy yeah, to be there? who was that was bawling and the teardrops uh, were like... Who's laser-focused looking through the camera? You know, the little tidbits. Maybe that's the poker player. A couple of years ago, Malcolm, Malcolm Butler was crying, but that's because he found out he wasn't starting against the Eagles, Ooh. which probably ended up costing them the Super Bowl. Like, it, you know, as a very simplistic opinion, but... The beginning of the end in New England. Yeah, we, they benched Butler, and whether it was the right or wrong... The team had not been told that. The entire team was like, what do you mean? He started every game for us. We're in the Super Bowl now. So anyway, very weird. Kind of agree with that. Also, a little incentive for you. Brady had some incentives, and he's hit all of them. <laughs> he gets $500,000 if he wins the Super Bowl. I mean, like, the guy's got a lot of money. How much do you get for talking about him this much? <laughs> 500K uh, if he wins the Super Bowl, which, even if you're already rich, is still pretty cool, you know? What's he making this year? Uh, 25 mil with incentives. Damn. Yeah. Um, look, look out for those special teamers, man. Needing that Super Bowl bonus. A couple of little stats just going into the game quick before we get into some of these prop picks. I'm going to have a best bet for you coming up real quick. I also got a smash and sprinkle. Uh, Tom Brady's got 111 passer rating in the last seven games, which are all wins, by the way. Hmm. Um, what else? Uh, Andy Reid, 26-5 and five off of a bye in his career. That is wow. no Farvin Joe. Always gets lost in the shuffle being a bye week. Yes, it's a bye but week. It gives you extra week. time. Um, yeah, and I mentioned this already. Mahomes, 25 of the last 26 games that he started. He's won. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, that bothers me. Um, so, it's again, it makes it tough to go against either team here. So, I'm not, my, my, pre -game, my preseason prediction, I got the Chiefs beating the Bucks, And... As you reiterated, Weird Mike, hmm. so you got the first home team playing in a Super Bowl at home, and you got them losing. And I'm like, and I, I'm like, yeah. 
And now I've been thinking about it all week. I was so angry when you said that. I know. I've been thinking about it all week. And I'm, it's funny that you guys are here. It's funny that we're doing a show right now. Because one of my main reasons, and it's this week's... Two of the week! Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. One of the main reasons why I will be picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this game is that they're playing at home and they got a party planned already. Let me take you back. Uh, myself, Weird Michael, and Dewey, we all played on the Mount Carmel uh, off the winning hockey team. And for those of you who are listening who happen to go to a different school, played hockey against us, you're not going to like this next minute. <laughs> Sorry, McElady, Morrison, Nolan. The at least 90 seconds, guys. Anyway. Uh, well, the OFSA in grade, when I was in grade 12 these guys were in when OAC was in Mississauga that year we are the number one team going into the tournament and uh, we had a couple tough games lined up we had a if we played St. Joe's again which is our rival in Mississauga that was going to be a tough game they had beat us in the ROPSA final one of our only losses of the year and uh, we were still the number one ranked team because literally it was like maybe our only loss of the year maybe we two. did not lose in the ROPSA final we didn't lose no sir oh was that the year after maybe yeah, 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 I think it was so. Oh, we yeah. beat them in the Ropsa final in yeah. a packed barn at Iceland Rink. At Iceland Rink one. Yeah. That's right, we won. Either way, that would have been a good game. Sorry, CMAC. It's okay. We go, uh, we go up against St. Mike's. We went, we went two one. Biggest, Jeff got the winner. Biggest goal of my life. <laughs> uh, then we played brother Andre. Uh, tough game, and then we're up against Thomas Moore in the final. And let me tell you something. We had already planned. A party at our friend Jake Gill, at our, one of the defensemen on our team, Jake Gill's house. He lived right across the street from, from the school. We had already planned the party. He had a big house, big pool, great backyard for partying. He had many parties before. Party was already planned. Already planned. This is grade 12. Grade 12 for a hockey team in Mississauga. It's got, it sounds a little similar to being a football team in Florida. Uh, sounds like the party would be pretty good. We went into that second intermission tied and no, we did no, we were not fucking losing that game because we weren't canceling the party. <laughs> and yeah, you're thinking, you know, you're thinking of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're thinking Tom Brady, he's got four kids, he's got Giselle, he's he's gonna go, you know, he's gonna go home and have a tea with his dad and have a little bit of fun with Gronk, whatever. The other like fifty-two guys on that roster, besides Gronk. Are, are about our biggest game of their lives. It happens to be in at home. Now think about this. Every team that's ever won the Super Bowl has been somewhere else. You know, they've been in Detroit as the Pittsburgh Steelers and you party at your hotel or the club you rented that night. And but but everybody in Pittsburgh was partying. You know, streets are raging. It's it's mayhem, but you're stuck in Detroit. You know? Or you're in you're you're no you're nowhere close to your city, which is raging and as a guy who was in vancouver not at the game but in vancouver when sid the kid scored the golden goal being in that city and the 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 team even talked about this after like being if you win the stanley cup sometimes you're on the road you know like being in the city where like eight million people just fucking crowded downtown vancouver he's like you could hear it in the dressing room he's like we, we couldn't get out of there fast enough just to joined the we he's like we were drunk like 10 minutes after the game so i there's an extra edge there and the fact that no one on that team besides gronk and and brady have a ring and you know arians and bulls have one as like you know whatever but the rest of the team doesn't have one the chiefs 
no matter what, they can't match the hunger. They won it last year. And they know they got 11, 12 years of great quarterback play to get them back to the promised land. I just don't think you can match the hunger. I don't think you can match the, the fact that they're playing at home. And then they got some wicked-ass parties planned in Tampa, and they will feel that energy of playing at home. And they got the leader to do it, the general of men. I got my final score, 34-31 in overtime. Tampa does it. Throwing dough on that overtime bet? Yes, I am, for the first time ever. I actually, these two offenses, I don't think they'll really be stopped. So your truth of the week is party planning equals victory. But like... On a next level, not planning a little get you, together back. You'll to your never house. be. They'll never be able to do this again. Correct. They, mm-hmm. Even if they make the next three Super Bowls, none of them will be in Tampa. So uh, again, no Offsa was ever going to be in Mississauga while we there. While we were there, the again. only reason that this could or might happen, yeah, is because of the Republican governor Ron DeSantis, who sort of turned a blind eye to the pandemic and the rest of the world, because now Florida wants to host the Olympics. There's some real weight behind that right now. So Central Florida is sort of, ipso facto, the center of the sporting universe right now. They are gathering everything they can uh, from uh, international events. They got the WWE Center, one of the only things still going. They got going to be hosting a lot of the spring, uh, spring training, and the Jays will wind up staying. Anyway, Governor Ron DeSantis is to thank for this potential party. Okay. Jeff, I got to follow up there. Yeah. You're forgetting one thing uh, about uh, comparing Tom Brady's Bucks and their party planning to our Carmel Offset winning team. Mm. And that is we went against the 17th ranked team, St. Thomas More, Ooh. out of 20. That's a very good and point. And they're going up against the best team in the last two That's years. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, Thomas More was middle of the pack. They just. We beat them 7 2 earlier in the year. And yeah. we were 2 2. And they just got team. by. Uh, St. Joe's in overtime. Beat, yeah, sorry. Someone that. got a penalty in overtime. Forget who we it was. We were watching in the stands. Yeah. I remember being so nervous to not play St. Joe's. Oh, God, like, they were good. Out. Yeah. yeah. And, and there was like that, it was a rivalry game. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's something different. No, no, like we could lose that game. I didn't think we would, but we could. 100%. And we weren't losing to Thomas Moore. We could play at the party. No. That dude had the firework up his ass on Jake's driveway. It was crazy shit, man. That was a great, great part. Also, when you win, suddenly you could do any, you get away with murder. Like, we were in grade 12, and I was handing cigars to our principal while chugging vodka and ordering illegal kegs, like, uh, in our team bus. Like what They could be banging the mayor of Tampa Bay's mom or wife, you know, like, in the dressing room. Like, they can get away with fucking murder if you win the Super Bowl. Uh, hey, that's a great point, James. That's a great point. Now, here's the thing. I watched... Uh, and I recommend if you guys have some time, and I'm sure, you know, it's a pandemic, as Weird Mike's reminded me since episode 74, everyone's got time right now, Jeff. Uh, throw on week 12, if you're looking for, you know, for just to get a feel for the game, week 12, these two teams played each other. Tampa Bay versus KC. Tampa Bay was just coming off kind of a weird part of their season. Uh, but, but they, anyway, it was just an interesting game. Obviously, Tyree Kill went off in the first quarter. And then the Bucks, after halftime, somewhat did a much better do- job shutting down the Chiefs' offense. And then they were running Ronald Jones, which I'll get to later. And they made it. A, they made it a game, three-point oh, victory. There you go. What was that victory again? It was a three-point win. Uh, that's one of the props that I like. Is the game to be decided exactly by three points, paying plus four hundred. 
any way you slice it, three points either way, which is the number and the spread, which doesn't look like it's moving, by the way. So if you give me the actual number at four to one, sign me up. Smart. Yep. I mean, I, I would, I, I'd want a little more, I'd want a little more value there. A little plus, more than plus 400. Than plus 400. A little but that's more. that's the number. No, I know. Three's the number. But because, because there's a third variable, right? Like, if it's like, if, let's say you want bucks by six as an outline or something, there's, it's either bucks by six or not. Because you've added in this, there's a third rail, you're basically picking the tie. I might want a little more. But that's, but you know. What do you like in Dewey? Yeah. Prop daddy. Prop daddy. Um, I like Cameron Brait. Uh, over 14 and a half uh, longest reception. That's minus 115. Okay. Um, Basically an, almost an even bet. Yeah. I like that. He's a he's a weapon. He's he's found a little bit of a groove there. I think you took him recently as well. Uh, I like that bet. I also like familiarity in, in championship games and, you know, Brady and Gronk, I, I think two and a half, uh, over two and a half catches, or I believe it's 30 yards total. 30 and he and had half that yards. one play in the NFC Championship game that he just went off. Yep. And uh, I believe you said it right before that. And you're like, your big play from Gronk's coming, and then boom, yeah. it happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to happen. I just think, you know, they might do a good job of slowing the, the big guns on Tampa down, and then he's just going to look for his guy, his bread and butter Mr. Uh, familiarity. And then uh, my last prop that I like is uh, Tyreek Hill, longest reception, uh, over 27 and a half yards. I think this guy can catch a ball, uh, two-yard screen or something like that, and he can run for 87 yards. So uh, that's at minus 120. Uh, 27 and a half yards for Tyreek 27 Hill. and a half, yeah. There's no victory there for the odds makers. Like They could put that number at 47, and there's no value in the under. With this guy's speed and potential game plan, if they're mm. down, yeah, you're really playing with fire with that under. I can't believe if, it's if, 27 yeah. and a half. You're I'm writing that, that down, prop daddy. You're, yeah, you're you're playing with fire with that under, even if it's up to 45, 47. What number would make you pick under on that? 66 and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a what good. Do you, what picture. do you think? 58. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I. With with Tyreek Hill, fastest guy in football, I'm not taking the under. I yeah. just I've watched too much football. I've seen too many broken tackles. So you got Brait, Gronk, and the Cheetah, and and a little little sprinkle. And? I also think Tom Brady might score a TD. Ooh. Kind of a passing of the torch, but also like the crown still mine sort the, of thing. The sneak through or the yeah, the leap over. I think uh, like yeah, let's sneak through. He's sneak always he's always been really good at that. Uh, just, you know, as he's 43, but he did it in the playoffs already. And he's big, the big smile on his face. So He also doesn't like that Mahomes, even though he joked about it and said that this was his 150th Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, Tom's a lot like Wayne Gretzky where he's very thin-skinned and he has rabbit ears. He hears fucking everything and he's he loves proving he'll say people the, He'll just say the right thing. He loves proving people wrong, including his coach, who at the beginning of the year called him out two or three times. Which is something Bill Belichick never did. He said didn't handle the ball well. I wouldn't have thrown that ball there. You know what I mean? And if he was any other quarterback, maybe he gets into that drama and says, "Oh, coach shouldn't be talking to me like that." But he didn't. He said, "You know what? That's it." And I'm going to take guys like Sue and like AB who've had trouble in the past, like Moss, and I'm going to bring them on board, and I'm going to lead them to a championship. And I said lead them to a championship because they are not winning. Whoa, two <laughs> A championship, mm. not to the ship. That's right. Which currently resides on the premises. Yes. 
if you recall, uh, back in season two, VOG had us declare our boys. Yes. Who were our guys? Yep. And who was my boy? First boy taken. W- was it Cameron Brait? No. No. Who was Kicker? It? Yeah. Oh, Butker. My first boy See, was Butker. It was in his rookie year. Yep. And, and he's here on the big stage, and he's at a very bizarre number, 1.5 field goals. Even money, minus 120. Sorry, that's even for a prop. Do you like the over? I like the over. Yeah. Two field goals made. That's it. No distance, no requirements. Could happen in the first quarter. You seem to like the Tampa D stepping up in a couple of spots. I do. Obviously, Casey's offense is going to get some yardage. So really, this takes one stop yeah, and and maybe an end of a half, end of a quarter type of situation. I I think I'm actually going to hop on that, too. I like that because uh, the the Chiefs are missing Fisher and the other O-linemen. So you you got to think that'll cost them one red zone. That cost them one red zone. Somewhere. Plus, uh, Butker's got a big leg, and you know he was my former boy for a reason. So there we go. Big stage. And sacks over three and a half. Little juice on this one, though, Prop Daddy. Minus 160. I know you don't hang out in the juice. <laughs> but uh, Tampa Bay's D stepping up big last couple games. Everybody knows the best way to beat Tom is pressure up the middle. So there'll be a little bit of a game plan for that. KC's got some game breakers. Frank Clark, Chris Jones. And the Honey Badger, whatever. But uh, just a low number. There's sacks. Tom doesn't make that mistake. He takes the sack. Mahomes got the toe. Like the number. Lay the juice. Um, And Mike Evans, TD, plus 120 anytime. I got him as the MVP. Maybe I'm a little biased. He's the number one target. I'll tell you what. If they get in the red zone, he's going to get a look. He's He's earned a look in the Super Bowl. The top target always gets a look. So at plus 120, I'll take it. Looks like he'll be covered by Brashad Breeland, most likely. And then they'll have uh, the other guy who's actually been playing really good on either Godwin or Brown. Antonio Brown, whether he's going to play in this game, is going to be a big deal. What a wild card. It's crazy. By the way, I just want to separate why pro football is different than, uh, I don't know, who runs for your local office or uh, who hosts the Oscars, okay? You can find a whole bunch of stuff you don't like about a guy, and you might be right. The guy might not be perfect in a lot of ways. Bad human being in some respects, one might argue. Pending sexual harassment trial. However, if you are yet to be proven guilty of crimes, and you can beat one-on-one man coverage or find the windows in zone better than, uh, you know, 99.99999% 99.99999% of humans on earth. Yeah, there's going to be a job for you in the NFL, uh, especially if uh, Brady's looking for a guy. Uh, it's just, it's pro football, folks, okay? It's, it's not going to be a nice story all the time. There's not going to be some fate, destiny, morality lesson at the end. It's not the Animaniacs, okay? <laughs> Wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. It- what is the lesson that we should learn? Uh, if you're still really good, y- you can play <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah, the lesson is, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> Give me the damn ring, yeah. says AB. Yeah. Is he playing for sure? Like, what's the deal with Looks this? Looks like, like he's playing. How could he not play? I mean... Well, he's got a knee injury. That's how he could not play. Ah, <laughs> he didn't play in the NFC Championship. One, if he plays, his fingerprints are on this game. Yay or nay? Leslie, can we get an update on uh, AB, please? I know he's a dickhead. <laughs> What are you? Uh, like what are your prop dots, Huey? All right. Uh, first of all, I got a bunch of MVP things lined up. It's a prop, no? 
from before. This is from like weeks ago. We talked about this last week. Yep. I doubled down on Ronald Jones. Rojo. After watching the Week 12 game and how much success they had in the second half running Rojo, thinking back to the last time a team really beat the Chiefs was the Colts last year to ruin my survivor pick, and they just ran down the Chiefs' throat. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. I see Rojo, who's been rested, and he is healthy. He didn't play great last week. You know, he wasn't getting – he got carries, but he wasn't breaking through the – I just see I, I just see Rojo getting, getting a lot of touches, and I see him busting a couple with his little high step there through a Chiefs defense that's not quite as stout at running the ball as some of the teams that have stopped Rojo from running the ball in the last few weeks. Like running against the Saints is hard. Running against the Chiefs isn't as hard. Running against the Redskins is hard, you know? Uh, sorry, the Washington football team. Favre, that's annoying. Um, and uh, anyway, so I'm looking at Rojo. I got, I have now have about 50 bucks on him to win the MVP for about 4,000 bucks. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I got a nickel for 500 when you said it on the word yeah. last week. So though, that's, uh, that's just like, I think it's worth the money. It's plus 5,000. Like, so it worked last time, week 12. Yeah, it worked last time, week 12. Also, Damian Williams in these massive quarterback battles when you have teams, defenses, they're going to be playing these bend-not-break defense, so not allowing big plays like the Niners last year. You want to give it to Damian Williams all game? We're going to let you do that. We don't want Mahomes to beat us. Mahomes had a shitty two-and-a-half quarters there, you know, and was not on his way to the MVP. So I see Todd Bowles looking at that most recent display of a good defensive game against Mahomes, Todd Bowles, sorry, <laughs> and trying to mimic that. So I see, uh, I, I see a, I, an attempt at a running game. Anyway, now my point to that was, so Andy Reid, you also said because I, I listened to you when you talked. Yes. Now Andy Reid, you said is twenty five and six or something like that coming off of bye week. Twenty six and five. Twenty six and five. Bye. I know. Uh, coming off a of bye week. Yep. It worked for them previously against this guy. Yep. And now he has a bye week to try to figure this out. But also, remind me who the defensive coordinator is. Steve Spagnuolo. And what has he done in Super Bowls against Tom Brady? Uh, beat him down oh, senseless. Held the 14 points as the best offense ever. Damn. Yeah. Now, and one of my favorite Super Bowl moments. First of all, I far and love Andy Reid. Okay? He's everything good about football. How could you not? He's everything good about football. Also, it's a copycat league. And if the teams are copycatting the Kansas City Chiefs to be successful, that makes for great football for us. You know? True say. When, uh, you know, when, when, the, when Parcells Giants were great and everyone was just trying to find a Lawrence Taylor and run the ball and have six possessions all game, that made for boring football. A, because there's only one Lawrence Taylor. And B, everyone's just running the clock. It was an overs nightmare. So, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm excited that that's what teams are going to be copycatting now. But you know what? This 26-5 and five record, Andy Reid off a of bye, uh, you know who one of those losses was against? <laughs> Tom Brady. When Andy Reid's with the Eagles. He knows how to win. Uh, and Super Bowls have passed. Uh, it's just an interesting dynamic. It's, it's, it's a really tough game to pick. But I believe I have three props that uh, are, are going to hit. So here we go. You picks! You! Okay, my gold pick. Uh, I don't really care how they cover him. But I'm taking Tyreek Hill over six and a half catches. Last, in, in week 12, they tried to cover him one-on-one -on -one with a really good defensive back who got burned by the fastest guy in the league. 200 and something yards in the first quarter. I don't think they're going to do that again. But regardless, even if they got dropped back into a cover two zone and 
kind of uh, you know invite the Chiefs to run it if they can or whatever. They're going to get the ball to Tyreek Hill uh, over six and a half times. So I love this. It's minus 155 for a reason. I believe an OLG that they'll add some 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 uh, they'll add a number to it. So it's six and a half in Vegas right now. By the time you're looking at the OLG sheet, I bet it'll be seven, possibly seven and a half. OLG seems to rely on the overs a little more. So watch out. But in Vegas right now, Tyree Kill over six and a half catches. I got that for a unit. Uh, Nicole Hardman over a half rush attempt. That's it. One rush attempt for Nicole Hardman. Could be for one yard. It could be for zero yards. It could be for negative three yards. They need to hand the ball off to him once. I love that. It worked last week. They seem to do it at least once or twice almost every week. And with a real lack of running game right now, Allaire is obviously not 100%. Le'Veon Bell doesn't have the steam he used to have. And this Daryl Williams guy is just... Not a speed guy. I see Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman getting possibly multiple handoffs. Either way, I see Nicole Hardman getting the ball at least four times. He has almost as much speed as Tyreek Hill, and he's not going to be double covered. So even with Sammy Watkins back, which is why his number has gone down, uh, I like Nicole Hardman over one and over over a half rush attempt. Love that. It's plus one fifteen. Love that. And I got Nicole Hardman again over two and a half catches. Uh, I think he's going to get the ball four or five times. He's a weapon out there. He also doesn't drop too many balls, so I like that. Even if he gets three, ca- three, if he gets three throws, I bet he'll have three catches. Uh, they don't seem to go to him deep. He's more of like a shallow cross runner and a bubble screen guy, which are easy to catch. So screw the yards, take the catches. So if Nicole Hardman gets the ball four times, I think I'm going to win both those bets. He'll get one rush attempt and three catches. Love that. Uh... As a those that's my bronze, silver, uh, and gold, and as just an extra pick, my MVP pick, Ronald Jones. I'm taking Ronald Jones over 40 and a half yards rushing. Obviously, obviously, because he's going to need that to get the MVP. So if Tom throws a pick and has a mediocre game, and Rojo goes for 130 and two touchdowns. Also, that second touchdown will have to be before the last eight minutes of the game. So dumb. Because for some farming reason, for TV or something, they pick the MVP of the Super Bowl with eight minutes left in the Super Bowl. How stupid is that? But yeah, remember that. If you're live betting the MVP, which you can do, be wary. You. Uh, okay, we're uh, we're Mike. You got anything? We're gonna well, we're gonna talk some of the funnier ones or like the. The pregame props, the ones that necessarily don't have too much intellect going into them. But if you have a sway or a lean here or there, I'd love to hear it. I think uh, Red Gatorade is a good pick because uh, just the big, he's big red. Both teams have red in them. You big know? red. I got you. Yeah. So if the Chiefs win, I could see red, red this year. It's also a delicious flavor. Uh, the Bucks, red, you know. Uh Better beware, folks, all the look who's talkers. Stay away from those first props. Team to get a first penalty, first challenge, first timeout. These are variables beyond the game flow or what you could predict. Yeah. From the coin toss on, there's no discernible coaching advantage in this game. It's not like when McVay was going against Belichick, so everybody was like, oh, he's going to do this, right? These guys are kind of... They're both good coaches. Same, same, but different, I would right? Give the, I would give the Old Chiefs school. the coaching advantage. A nudge, a nod, right? But you got Tom Brady on the field, who's another coach. So right. so the first, stay away from. Plus, Super Bowl, weird things happen. There's delays, there's, there's stoppages. So you saying first, like first flag, first timeout. Yeah, any first. Yeah, that stuff's tough. But you do love first touchdown of the game. 
Because uh, of the value. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. I, Do you have one for Sunday? I'm just going to ride with Mike Evans. Mike Evans' first touchdown? First and goal, Tampa. Run the fade. Does he make the catch for a hundo plus a thousand? One of our look who's talkers has been red hot, McElhaney, uh, with parlaying first touchdowns of multiple playoff nice, games. Nice. He hit Diggs and Devontae, I think, a couple weeks ago. Uh, wow. Yes, nice pick. So I got a smash and sprinkle official final picks of the year. Record 16, 13, and 2. Final game, Super Bowl LV, smashing on a Weird Mike Super Bowl classic. So this is your biggest bet? This is my biggest bet. So not Butker, which I like, by the no, way. No, I, I like them. Like those the were like and, those were love and likes. This is the smash and sprinkle. That was the propaganda. We're, we're listing everything we like. Yeah. This is what I'm nutting up on. Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. Yes. Plus 130. Plus. It's going to happen. I'm saying Murphy Bunting gets it. You listed a host of other hungry, angry, attacking Tampa defenders. Yep. There's always interceptions in the Super Bowls. There's always interceptions in the Super Bowl, folks. Doubling down. I like, I like the double down there. Interception <laughs> plus 130. Uh, I don't like Brady's overception because it's a minus. Like tell right? chick- I think they're both going to throw one, but I'm taking the plus. And I uh, will be sprinkling, heavy sprinkle, Super Bowl sprinkle, on Tom Brady's longest pass completion, 38 yards. Doesn't matter to who, doesn't matter at what time, at one point, go deep Bruce is going to go deep. You can guarantee it at home in the Super Bowl. What's that yardage again? 38 and a half. Yeah, I saw that one. Minus 115, which means it's even on both sides of the ball. Another prop. How could you take under? Also, to beat the Chiefs, they're going to have to throw it deep a lot. Like even if, I think they're going to run Rojo right up their ass, but then they take deep shots. Scotty down. Miller. Yeah. Anybody, anybody. It's Bruce. It's Tom. They're throwing bombs on third and three. Yeah. Like everybody's expecting. They're the not bomb. bombs if they're coming from Tom Brady's hand. Oh, oh. I feel like he's losing some of you know some of the deep balls lately in the playoffs at the end of the year. They've been f- ducks, man. They're getting picked. Well, that's so what three picks in the last game. Tampa weather, eleven. Little chilly in Tampa. Rain all day leading up. I hope they tarp the field. Twenty mil. It's supposed to stop mid afternoon. So hopefully that stuff comes through early. We need a Whoa. weird Mike's weather report. Like get the bucket, sound. Get thing, the buckets you know? on the ship. You don't want a sloppy track, right? <laughs> no, no. Sloppy. Better than an icy track, though. Well, yeah, it's better than an icy track. Anyway, Super Bowl weather report. Rain all weekend in Tampa until five hours before kickoff. If you had like, the tarp on the if field. you had like a one nine hundred number, like for people to like buy your bets, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it'd be like the sloppy track hotline. Sloppy a one eight hundred sloppy track. Yeah, <laughs> a lock of the week. That's a really big lock. My shoe in of the week. That's a really big shoe. Or he only bets games that have wet fields. Anybody <laughs> bet? Anybody bet on the groundhog today? It was Groundhog Day recording. He oh, saw. Buddy. He did. Not see a shadow. Early spring in the GTA in Southern Ontario here. So the tale goes. There goes Hewlett socks. Yeah, I saw. It's true. I saw some meme. I forget what it was, but it was like, humans can't believe so and so. It was like the world being round or whatever. And then it was like, also humans, the, how, they, how they figure out the weather. And it's a guy holding a groundhog up with a top hat on. <laughs> So to it's recap, like, what the fuck's wrong with us? Smash and sprinkle, double smash, Super Bowl style, Mahomes pick, yes, and super sprinkle, Tom Brady longest pass over thirty eight and a half, 
And of course, the groundhog did not see a shadow. Weird picks. How about that? I give these two away every year. Just quickly, Dewey, before... I don't know if you got another one for us. Uh, but I didn't see this on the you know the Bet365 sheet uh, or Bet Openly. I'm not sure. But uh, if you find this, this has been one I've loved for years and it always made me a quick 100 bucks at the start of every Super Bowl until Jared Goff kind of screwed me on it a couple years ago. The first pass of the game, complete. I usually pick both quarterbacks. Uh, it's usually like a minus 135, minus 140. It's usually, especially with young quarterbacks, a bubble screen of some sort or a very, very catchable ball to get your young quarterback in rhythm. But these aren't young quarterbacks. I know, but they're also two of the most accurate throwers in history. I'm not, I wouldn't take Tom this one because they, they, the way they throw the ball is... Bruce they throw, is fucked up, yo. Bruce throws a lot of 50-50 balls. Even like <laughs> first down, wouldn't be surprised. It's a 50-50 ball to Godwin for 20 Love yards. It. Now, Andy Reid, way more mechanical with his first like 12 plays of the game. So I see a perfect pass from Patrick Mahomes to, I don't know, Sammy Watkins for like six yards. Just perfect, easy, right in the bucket. So if you can find that, smash, I will. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, first pass complete. Might even be minus 150. Take it. Big tails guy. Big tails Big guy. Big tails, tails guy. guy. Soccer captain a couple years. Yeah. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> and have had to do a fair share of coin tosses. Uh, and... I believe tails never fails. Uh, also in soccer, if you lose, you get to pick what side. So you kind of feel like you won. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, I like the tails. Also was wondering, do you guys think the national anthem time length is rigged? Think, do you ever think Vegas tells the guy like, Hey, stretch this thing out. Everybody's on the under, you know what I mean? Or vice versa. I think the, you're a big conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. I think the name is too big. So they go super big with the name is above reproach of a bribe so like a janet jackson a lady gaga whitney houston yeah you know giving them two million to throw this is is going to tarnish what they've built up so you know if it was you know joe from central florida who's just auditioned maybe he might take uh i think the conspiracy is not necessarily in changing how you would do the anthem but but somebody involved with the anthem singer Watching one rehearsal oh. and being like, "Oh, it's going to be under by six seconds." The roadie, like, oh wow, and then, the just, and then telling their dad to be like, "Oh, go to the go to the fucking mirage right now and throw down fifty G's on the under." I just watched the like the last re- uh, recital. Wow, it's not going to be changed. Like it lines up with the fucking stealth bomber coming. Like they will not change yeah. it. It's not going to. They're not going to press. I don't know. I mean, that's the conspiracy I see. Could you hang around the stadium? Maybe catch a note? (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite anthem of all time? Mine, for sure, Whitney Houston, that one. Oh, Whitney. That was also in Tampa, as I mentioned last week. Um, The big sombrero. I mean... Fergie? Honestly, I'm so so obsessed with the Air Force that I'm more into that moment when whatever the fuck is protecting peace in the United States flies over that stadium and it's a real for me as a guy who loves history that they're like it's a remote it's just we are allowed to play in these games because we're at peace in general i mean we might be fighting these little mini wars around the world but we are not in major war thus we can have these gladiator like games and in case you're wondering how we how we've achieved this level of civilization there go the fucking stealth bombers 
and it's I don't know whether you're like into military stuff or not. It's it's cool. It sends a chill up my spine as a football guy, and I've always loved it. I like the Rose Bowl flyover oh. on New Year's Day. Also, it's why I've I think well, let's talk about this briefly too. Like your favorite Super Bowl of all time, because I think this could easily be one be something that takes that cake. For all of my all of mine are out. Can't be. This won't be. Like mine are outside. My favorite ones are outside. How can it be? Season's over. <laughs> that and the temperament of our viewing arrangements. We're not in a hall. We're not in Renzo's basement. We're not on the ship. Whatever. If like I see, we sort of had if it goes modest 60, goals, sixty into triple overtime, and like we've could. just seen amazing football. It's the best game ever. Game, not feeling like. I know you write notes to months, but like this is about. The game, not the emotion of it. I know, I know it won't be like the best moment for like a fan of all time. Gotcha. I get you. Um, My favorite Super Bowl, you said his name what's, already. Yeah, what's your favorite Super Bowl of all time? Malcolm Butler. Picked him, and I got the exact score. 28-24 New England. Huge bet cashed. Bet, best Super Bowl moment. Nothing more happened in one play <laughs> at the end of a game. You know how I mentioned last week how like Russell Wilson's just like a cliche kind of on autopilot when he's talking, like when he's mic'd up for games, it's really weird. Like, come on, come on, come on. Like, you know, play the champ, play the championship, play the champion. I think that he's so rattled on the interior of his own mind by that pick that if until he wins a Super Bowl ring, he's kind of in this rain man mode of like the the only reason I don't dwell on this mm. worst interception of all time is because I'm just in machine mode to get back and like right that wrong. Like the Germans losing World War I and going absolutely insane to, to just right the wrong, come back, invade France, take back over Paris, get the, the French to sign the armistice in the exact same train car. I don't think he'll rest till he beats Belichick and Brady somehow together. Uh, anyway, I think it was more of a low-key Ned Flanders thing, not a World War II analogy. Anyway, I'm telling you, he's just fucked up from the worst interception of all time. Huck, Daddy, uh, favorite favorite Super Bowl of all time? Uh, the one where Larry Fitzgerald. Arizona-Pittsburgh. Yes. That's mine. Santonio Holmes. That's mine. Santonio Holmes. Yeah. That, that's my favorite moment. Yeah, that's the one that kind of sticks out the most. Yeah. Great back and forth game. Just literally like Steelers take the early lead. Court Warner's charging back. 12 seconds left in the in the half. And he just looks at the slant a little too long to Bolden. Perfect Dick LeBeau defense where the, the charging sack monster, Harrison, drops back into coverage to cover Bolden. And Warner's like, no way he's going to do that on the goal line. They're just coming at me. Yeah, no. Nope. crazy. And if he doesn't score there, the half's over. So it's just nothing. Anyway, and Santonio Holmes, best catch of all time. Dewey, favorite Super Bowl? Um, I, I think I've been I've been doing a lot of pro and against Brady, so I'm going to continue that here. You got to like the Nick Foles upset over the backup QB, Ooh, Philly special. I think everybody you know had Pats ready to rock. Maybe had the parties planned. Who know? Uh, and then how do you not like Brady comeback of the century? Yeah, twenty eight three. Uh-uh. NFL Films, number one game of all time. That comeback. That was crazy. That was uh, crazy. Your favorite game, I believe, was number five of all time. Best so. game ever. It was really back and forth. Also, no one gives Brady credit for going down the field twice in a row on Legion of Boom's defense in I'm their sorry. prime. The one that embarrassed Peyton Manning. He went down twice. 
Your Santonio Holmes Super Bowl was also in Tampa. Wow. And yeah, just the Santonio Holmes, man. Just the most epic performance of all time. Uh, Titans Rams stop at the goal line there. That wow. was pretty cool. Jeff Fisher. The ultimate Fisher. Sorry, Huck. Yeah, the ultimate Fisher moment. That just was my one first yard ever first touchdown spike. Tory Holt scored his first touchdown his rookie year. And I bet Joey Frost in the Huskies dressing room 20 bucks. And he gave me $180 at practice on Wednesday. That's a lot of cheese for a 16-year-old. What uh, What was uh, just like a little tidbit? Like, is there anything that like ever like you screwed you in a Super Bowl or like like most profitable moment, least profitable moment? For me, Bob Sanders. We were together, boys. Bob Sanders not getting the MVP in the Colts versus the Bears. Eight minutes left. Screwed you again. Eight minutes left. Screwed me again because he got another pick. Yes. Uh, anyway, that was that would that that was like that would have been two grand on like a twenty buck bet. Back in the day. Back in the day, which would would have been really nice. Uh, Would have been gone that night. (laughs) Yeah, fucking right. Uh, Okay, Uh, last thoughts. We've talked a lot of props. You got the Chiefs, Dewey? I got the Chiefs 45-31. I think it's time to pass the torch, and I think Mahomes is a pretty good recipient. Yep. Uh, I just just think they have too much. They They have too much. Um, this guy's going all night long. Uh, to go with your Rocky reference, he's Billy uh, Billy the Gun, and mm-hmm. he's coming in here. And instead of losing to Sylvester Stallone, I think he's going to take them down. And, and and I see it being a bit of a blowout. And then I think Brady starts marching back, kind of like what the Bills did last week. All right, thanks for Two your opinion, ago. James. I'll see you <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, pretty darn close, Hugh. A little bit low, lower score. I'm coming off the over. I was really a bit on it all year, or yep. all, all week, sorry. Yep. I got uh, 30... 27 Tampa. Isn't that the over? 30, 27. Is that 56 and a half? So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, so it's over. But it's not a blistering <laughs> over. No, it's still over. I got 30, so 20, not off the over. 30, 27 Tampa. 30, 27 Tampa. Yeah, and uh, risking very little. I've been nibbling all week, and I suggest you guys do the same. Grab a, a spread you see, a total you see, a line you like, pair it with what you want in the Super Bowl. And get yourself a cheaper Sunday. Most of us have a book or somewhere we're comfortable with now. So, uh, Weird Mike loves a good nibble. I, he also uh, loves a good crotch, Mike. But, <laughs> Ange, uh, you've been notorious for betting against Tom your whole career. Yes. Uh, 10 Super Bowls. How many have you rode with him on? Great question. Uh, missed out on the first one with the Rams. wasn't really into it yet. Uh, this will be the ninth and only the second with. Got the Malcolm Butler pick. Yep. Uh, was anti-Legion of Boom. Really hated Richard Sherman at the time. Yep. And my biggest <laughs> Super Bowl loss was uh, the 28-3 to comeback. I was preaching the Dirty Birds. Yeah. Me and the big dog Jamal were doing Anderson the dance. Yep. Every time it was 28-3. Also had the correct score, 31-28, paying almost five Gs. Kicked the fucking field goal, Dan Quinn. Now where is he? He's a linebacker coach in Jacksonville, I heard. <laughs> Anyway, so a lot of heartache, but importantly, a lot of memories happen this week and this Sunday. So wherever you watch it and whoever you watch it with, maybe you're watching with your significant other for the first time. I know a lot of our Look Who's Talkers sort of get together and sort of abandon their better half on Super Sunday. Maybe they'll enjoy it with them this year. So uh, it's a chance to grow the game that we love. Who are you? Uh, uh, a changed man. Yes, you are. Dad. 
Hashtag girl dad. Changed man. So Super Bowl LV, thanks for joining us. At Weird Mike, the Groundhog Saws did not see the shadow. I couldn't be happier. And I've uh, been nibbling all week. Looking forward to it. So I've heard all uh, all season, all playoffs, that the way to stop Tom Brady, because I've been preaching the Bucks all year, is uh, you know you got to get pressure. Well, went up against Washington. Big pressure team. Couldn't get to him. Went up against the Saints. Big pressure team. They had done it twice already. Couldn't get to him. Went up against the Packers. Both Smith brothers. Couldn't get to him. Now I'm up against the Chiefs. Supposed to be scared? I'm not. I'm just not. I got Tom Brady's best comeback of all time. He did it with Malcolm Mitchell and a white guy named Hogan. Okay? Now he's got Brown, possibly Godwin, Evans, Gronk, Brait, and then Ronnie Jones and playoff Lenny. Scotty Miller. And Scotty Too Hottie. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks as I mentioned in the Truth of the Week, 34-31, and they join their city in the first ever football, uh, Super Bowl win at home. I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I'm, my dad, I said this to my dad. I'm like, Dad, I think I'm going to pick the Bucks. He's like, oh, genius. Buddy. He said buddy. He said for buddy. Sure. Yeah. Genius, because you picked the Chiefs uh, before the season. You picked the Bucks now. You can't lose. I'm like, that's not really the one I was thinking. <laughs> I am picking the Bucks. If they don't win, I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So while you're celebrating, whether you're drinking alone or drinking with a couple of illegal family friends, I don't give a fuck what you do. All right. Stay safe and have a great Super Bowl. And here's your beer of the week from our buddy Lee at Beer Bud Official. From Henderson Brewing in Toronto, Ontario, Canada comes Power Play Light Lager. Good name. Crisp, clean, and crushable, 3.5% ABV. This beer is well-suited for a socially distant Super Bowl sipping session or skating and shinny. If that's not enough to Zamboni your rink, this lager was brewed in honor of Torontonian Donald Monroe, the man who invented table hockey. Thanks, Leaford. Follow him at Beer Bud Official. Okay, and we got one more thing. Our props contest. So I'm going to put these out in Instagram posts, but I'll just let you think about it while you're listening. So here's the props sheet. And you're going to just send me your answers for this list uh, at Hughes Talking in a DM or tag us in a post that you make, and we'll collect that too. And you're going to win a free skating session to the Skating Lab Burlington. Burlington. Follow them at the Skating Lab Burlington with some underscores in there. You can find it. Uh, answer like a wicked training center for hockey, hockey coaches, hockey training or skating training of all sorts. They got indoor uh, I, skating, track uh, uh Treadmills. Treadmills. Thank you very much. Uh, my boy Scotty and Kyle Crocs are the Red Bull Crash Size Champions. have been skating there for years, and they've loved it. So, yeah, free skating session at the lab uh, for whoever gets this right. We've got some fun ones and some ones that I just think are important to the game. So just send me your answers, and we've got a tiebreaker so there'll be only one winner. Tom Brady rushing yards over a half yard. Over or under a half yard. Travis Kelsey receiving yards. Over or under a hundred and a half. Sacks over four and a half. Because I think that's I think the three and a half's a given. So I'm going four and a half to make it a little more interesting. Pat Mahomes, passing yards, 325 and a half. Over or under. First touchdown score. Get it right? It's a bonus point. Don't get it right. Probably like everyone. Uh won't be. First touchdown score. This will really separate everybody. Okay. The number of two-point attempts. Will there be an onside kick attempt? Will there be a doink? As in, will the ball touch the upright at all? Crossbar count? Crossbar, crossbar counts. Doesn't matter if it goes in, doesn't go in. Will there be a doink? Just because it's been a bit of a story these playoffs. That was for you, Weird Mike. Uh, it's not a doink when it hits the crossbar. It's called a clank. 
Okay, a doink or a clank. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, with, with, with the vest on. Yeah. What a doink. Uh, what a doink. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's time to make money. It's a props I, I, vest. I hear you. Okay, a doink or a clank. Uh, and then the tiebreaker, give me the final score of the game. All right. Giddy up. Thanks for listening. And have a super Sunday, a super safe Sunday. And one last thought, okay? When Michael Jordan was facing off against the Utah Jazz for the Bulls, I mean, we knew maybe he had a couple years left. With the, I mean, if he bought a team or something. But you, you maybe had a sense. I remember I did as a kid that, hey, like, we might not really get to see this too much anymore. And kind of taking Michael Jordan maybe even for granted for the last few years. Like, people hated on him for playing baseball and whatever. And now I just wish I had watched more. You know, after that, watching the last dance, I wish I didn't miss a game with the greatest ever. You're watching the greatest ever. And you're watching him face off against the guy who might be. So just take it in. This isn't Dilfer versus Collins. This is a super, super bowl. So make sure the volume's up wherever you're watching. And just, just take it in and enjoy some greatness. Because uh, I bet we're really going to get a great game. So, uh, you know, call your loved ones after. If you got a son or a daughter on the way, you know, be like, hey, watch this. You might not even understand what's going on. But that guy's awesome. And he does it the right way. So uh, whoever wins, I think I'm going to be pretty happy. I, I've hedged my major bet on uh, the Bucks. So if the Chiefs win, I'll be okay. I hope you do the same. Uh, have fun. Have a super Sunday. Remember to press download and hit subscribe. And thank you all, Look Who's Talkers. I got a special Team LTD prize for anyone who shares and does interacts with us the most during Super Sunday. So hopefully that's you. Thank you. Dewey, any last thoughts? Thank you. Weird Mike? God bless. Stay safe. Go Bucks. Hashtag wenches. Drink responsibly, boys. Shut the huck up. I want to hear your prediction for the game, and this is the last thing you'll hear. Chiefs. Giddy up. All right, folks. Have a safe drive. We'll see you later. Just a touch